It's a great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our powered by true car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill. Plus, take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. Join PenFed and together we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit PenFed.org auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. Hello.
If you've ever wondered how we started our podcast and how we record our podcast, the answer is so, so simple. Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can make money from your podcast no matter if you have one listener or a thousand listeners. Downloads, everything. I mean, it's so simple. If you're creating something, get paid for it. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Hey guys, sorry to interrupt the show. I know you're having a great time listening, but we'll be back in just a sec. I'm just here to tell you that you need to go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash heels and quads. Why you ask? Because it's our merch site. We have tons of sweet merch on there in all different shapes and sizes, and you need to purchase some because your closet is lacking that Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast t-shirt that you know you've always wanted. So go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads and pick up any of our shirt designs. Make sure for all of your Funko Pop collection needs, you get a Heroes Head Out NY.com. From WWE to the Bullet Club, you can use code QUADS at checkout and save 10% off your order. Also, don't forget, they specialize in meet and greets. From the legends of yesterday, the stars of today, and the future of pro wrestling. Coming up, Raven, August 11th. The Bullet Club, August 26th. J-E-F-F-J-A-R-R-E-T-T. Jeff Jarrett and Demolition on September 15th. Psycho Sid and Terry Runnels on November 11th. They will also be featured vendors at StarCast, featuring Young Bucks Pops for those Matt and Nick signatures you are dying to get. Also, make sure to stop in store in Rensselaer, New York at 250 Broadway for not just meet and greets, but all of your action figure needs, featuring lines from the past and present. Heroes Hideout is your new access to entertainment. That's HeroesHideoutNY.com. Okay, and joining me now on the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast, it's just me, it's just Tommy. Levi had to work late, guys, sorry. But joining me tonight, none other than Brandon Cutler. He's at Brand Cutler, B-R-A-N Cutler, on Twitter, Go follow him right now as you're listening to this. Go now to Twitter. Brandon Cutler, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for your time, man. We appreciate oh, it. No problem. No problem. This is your first podcast, man. That it is. We are popping a cherry right now. I mean, how how are you how have you been in the business as long and you're just now doing a podcast? All right. Well, I feel like back when I my previous stint, uh, I don't think podcasts were like as big as they are now. And everybody's that were got around, <laughs> yeah, now everybody's got podcasts. But back then, like I think the the only one that was really taken off on the indies was uh, Colt Cabana's. And, yeah, like, he was doing obviously everyone more uh, that was like surrounding him. Um, and yeah, it was it was like it was actually like 
a prestigious thing to be oh man i'm on like a, a podcast now or like you said <laughs> now everybody's a podcast everybody's a wrestler everybody's you know everybody's got everything going everybody's got youtube channel everybody's got the social medias <laughs> yeah being away for seven years man i mean yeah now i mean the game has changed like, drastically I'm, I'm five foot five dude I, nobody would put me in a ring Nobody. Oh, size? No, size doesn't matter anymore, man. <laughs> I'm getting blades. it, dude. You get? Will you train me? <laughs> <laughs> we can. Yeah, we'll do some uh, some old school training. <laughs> I'll, I'll fly out to the West Coast, man. I'm an East Coast boy, but I live in the Central oh, area yeah. now of the states. But I'll come to the West nice. Coast if I can get trained by Brandon Cutler. There you go. So, uh, just starting off, you know, we we like to start with. And I and I, we've been texting back and forth for a couple of days, and I told you today that questions are done, man. They're ready to go. Oh, nice. So, so I mean, we've gotten a lot of buzz and a lot of DMs on Twitter about how people are excited to hear your story. Hey, hey. So I mean, <laughs> and I, I'm not I'm not blowing smoke, man. It's it the buzz has been crazy. Really nice. Yeah, so uh, the Cutler so, comeback is a thing, man. Hashtag Cutler comeback. <laughs> Heck yeah, <laughs> man! I, you know, I, I, I can't say I grew up watching because when I first saw you, I think it was like two thousand and nine, maybe. Dang. But uh, yeah, <laughs> and I'm thirty one <laughs> now. So nice. Hey, you uh, know what? I'm thirty one too. There we go. Nice. Brothers from another mother. Maybe Heck we, yeah, man. Maybe we, we can form a tag team. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'll, I'll shave my head, dude. I don't I don't care. <laughs> That's what it takes now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? If I could, I would still be rocking the locks, man. I do. I miss them. And even my wife says if I could uh, have long my long hair again see that's the craziest thing to me because my <laughs> wife when we when she first saw a picture of me on facebook that's how we met was through a mutual, yeah. mutual friend on facebook she saw a picture of me and she goes mm, no you have long hair <laughs> I like it. so i got a haircut <laughs> and then we went on our first day and now i have i'm growing my hair back out and she's like oh i love it there you go so yeah, it's like what get to know you <laughs> so i had to do, go Funny. through all these changes and we've been together for seven years and it's like so now it's okay, but then it wasn't. Now I'm getting older, so it's just funny weird. that you say that. My wife and I also met through a mutual friend uh, that I had in, in wrestling, and he was showing her just some wrestling videos of himself. And she saw me with my long hair and was like, "Ooh, I like him." <laughs> <laughs> and then, like you know, boom, we're you know now we're together, married, two kids, and all that. But yeah, same kind of story of like, "Hey, I like that guy." But yeah, when yeah. she saw me. With uh, the no hair. <laughs> and she's like, eh, he's all right. She's like, oh, he still got abs. So. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the abs are where it's at, man. I, I've been right? working out. I've been it's eating right. Point. Just trying to get, look, look good for StarCast and all in. Um, but, yeah, anyway, so uh, the fans want to know, and I want to know because I'm a fan. Tell us how you first became a fan of pro wrestling. Oh, that's uh, we're going right, way back here. Man. Origin stories here. Yes, <laughs> um, it was like in our household. My my brother and I and our dad. We mostly all we loved watching WCW growing up, old school. Uh, uh, what was there? It was like uh, like my favorite wrestler then was like Sting and DDP. My brother's was uh, Kevin Nash. Our dad loved uh, Sid Vicious. 
And then our mom was just always like, oh, yeah, that's your guys' stuff. But when we would ask her, like, well, who's your favorite? She'd always be like, Ric Flair, because he's got the crazy white hair and he's always like, you know, crazy over, you know, <laughs> overselling everything. But, you know, she's not using that terminology back then. But she loved just how, like, wild he was. You know, he'd be flopping on the floor and stuff. Yeah. So it was and like that whole era. That yeah, We just grew up watching it, man. Just I think, like, everyone is just it, – it, it sucks you in as a kid. Man, in the 90s were the time to be a wrestling fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I will and, uh, never forget the promo in the ring with Ric Flair and Mean Gene when he handcuffs himself and says, when we come back, I'll be naked. <laughs> yeah, stripping himself down, elbow <laughs> dropping the ring. Oh, he yeah. was crazy, dude. Yeah. But it's Nate, man. That's what he So, does. I mean, like everybody else, you saw it on TV. Yeah, hooked. It became like that was our family thing. It was always, you know, at night. That's what we all love doing and mimicking and like quoting. Uh, till this day, funny enough, my dad still, anytime he walks up to me, anytime he uh, sees me, that's his greeting is he'll do the Sid Vicious, pound his chest twice and hold his fist out. That's, <laughs> till this day, he still does that. He was doing that when we were kids. Still, 31 years old, he's doing that to me. <laughs> love it, man. I mean, yeah, I remember bro. like... That was our family growing up. I mean, we'd sit down for dinner and like the TV would be turned to the towards the dining room table so yeah. we could all watch wrestling together. There Monday you go. Yeah. That was our thing, and man. It was yeah, it was. I remember even in uh like middle school, I had one friend that was like uh, not afraid to talk wrestling cuz even back then like it was kind of like, "Oh, you watch wrestling? You know it's fake, right?" And so, like, kind of you get, like, made fun of for watching wrestling. I had one friend that was, like, happy to lo- love talking about it. And uh, I remember, like, that's what made it stick, too, in, uh, in those days of just, like, oh, yeah, but I get to – can't wait to watch Nitro and then go, you know, back and talk to my friend or watch Thunder and wa- talk with him. And then we moved, um, and I had a new school, and our neighbor, who's been my friend since freaking 99 now uh, – what's that, 19 years I've known him – and he loved wrestling just as much as we did. And, like, that's kind of how we became best friends. And then the next year is when we met the Bucks. And, you know, that's a whole thing, too. Of You know, we meet them and they got a ring in their backyard. And <laughs> it's like you can only imagine how crazy that would be for, like, a, a 12-year-old kid to be like, what? They have, they have a <laughs> ring? Your dad <laughs> helped you build a ring? <laughs> yeah, right? Like, how cool is that? You guys do shows? <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's actually, like, coming up, like, that's kind of my next question. But just, like, what was it like in in your household? Just not necessarily wrestling, but what, I mean, how how was it growing up? Like, I mean, was everything good? I mean, did, um, did yeah. you fight with your siblings? Like, you know what I mean? Uh, the usual, like, I mean, you know, we'd always do, like, the horsing around, wrestling stuff. Um, it'd be more, we'd horse around even more when we, we moved to that apartment complex and we had all those friends in wrestling. Uh, like, I remember me and one of my other buddies, we would do, like, more of, like, the MMA UFC. Like, we'd try and make each other legitimately tap out in our, <laughs> in our bedroom. Like, we'd be putting each other in holds and, like, grapevining each other so we couldn't even, like, move and just being like, you got tap, you got tap. And, you know, being, you know, we're like middle school, high school age. You can't make one, though. You can't give up. You're you're more stubborn. You're like, just break the leg then. Just break it. I'm not tapping. (laughs) (laughs) I was the same way, man, in high school. I remember uh, I had a party and one of my buddies and I were wrestling. Like, you know, I mean, 
typical, like, you know, WWF at the time fans. But, you yeah. know, we were to that point where it was like, you know what, let's put on a show. <laughs> there you so go. So we had basically an hour-long match. And he got me in a, in a sharpshooter. And I wouldn't tap. And he was like, dude, just tap out, man. It's yeah, been like, an you hour. can't get out like, of it. <laughs> we're drenched in sweat. And I'm like, all right. I give yeah. up. I need a beer. <laughs> you know, that you mentioned that. I remember that would be because uh, we'd all team up on my brother because he was like kind of the oldest of out of all of our group of friends. And we would lock him in the figure four and the other two. And like, you know, the rest of the group would grab his arms or whatever and just try and pin his upper body down. And I'd have my legs on him on the figure four. And that'd be like the only way we could get someone to tap is just if everyone ganged up on someone. Yeah. I mean, there has to be an out somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so okay so going back to what you were talking about meeting matt and nick i mean did yeah. they really train you or was it like a collaborative effort um i guess you could say collaborative because by the time when they got actually trained uh and then you could say like that they were like full-on professionals and they were running hrw and they were actually holding trainings like every saturday i was training with them then too um but it was collaborative because it was like the Bucks and my brother and at the time um sexy Sonny Sampson, they were all kinda like the ones like teaching everybody. So it's kinda like a collaborative, all four of them were really uh when there was like the HRW schools kind of a thing was going on. It was like the four of them. So talking about early days at high risk, where did the name Ronnie Tsunami come from? My break. I'm going deep, man. <laughs> I love it, man. So that was actually back in that time. There was that Disney, I think it was just the TV movie. Oh, uh, and it was Johnny, Johnny Tsunami. Tsunami. Yeah. <laughs> it was that was that. Dude, I totally And we all that. loved that movie. Yeah, uh, everybody did, it. man. And so this was Matt's idea, actually, of when they were, they were running uh, HRW. And I was getting ready to actually, because, um, oh, yeah. So back when I was getting trained also, I had braces at the time. And so I didn't really want to, like, start wrestling like actual shows with braces on because I was like, you know, I get hit in the mouth one good time and you know, I'm ripping my lip open and yeah. stuff. And so I, I had finally got my braces off and like I was going to start becoming a, a, a regular on their show and I had no gimmick at all. And I had I had no ideas what I wanted to be or anything. And Matt just randomly mentioned it in one of the like one times we were hanging out of like, yeah, you know, it'd be funny if there was a guy that, you know, just uh, jacked the name and did ronnie tsunami and said johnny tsunami and like whenever somebody goes for a drop down or something he steps on their back and, and acts like he's surfing on them and i was like hey i'll do that <laughs> like, I'll, I'll just take that right out of there and he's like yeah go for it because i was like i've i've been i had been thinking for like a while now of just even a name even if it wasn't even like a gimmicky name of just like oh yeah i'll be called this or something and I, nothing was sticking. I had nothing. And so I was like, you know what? I'll just go with that. I just got to get something at this point. So talking about Ronnie Tsunami, what was it like teaming with Diablo, a.k.a. Donnie Tsunami, <laughs> yeah. a.k.a. Dustin Cutler? What's funny is I think he did the Donnie Tsunami in like one match at like AWS. <laughs> Just I think uh, it was AWS. I think I had because I had two pairs of that Ronnie Tsunami gear, and we got booked. It was one of those like cases of like just bring your bag, and you might you know you might get booked on a show kind of a thing. 
And so we got booked and it was like, oh, I got my two pair. You know, we're going to be in a tag. Let's just both wear so we match. You know, people know we're a team. And so that's where we were just like, just beat Donnie Tsunami for this show. (laughs) Well, you had to match, man. I mean, the Rockers matched. Yeah, right? (laughs) And, uh, yeah. And so he he was normally just Diablo in those HRW days. But it's like that one match, he got called that. And it was it was an official match, so he got the name actually. There's records. <laughs> so I mean, in a lot of the HRW matches, you wrestled Mister Incident Replay, which is now Matt Jackson. Matt, yeah. Um, um, but you also yeah, teamed they were with even, him. Yeah, yeah. So, we, they, during so, those times, it was uh, Matt and Nick were both singles. Uh, this is before they even became slick young Nick. Bucks. Yeah, Slick Nick. Um, Mel was uh, just CK. Like, uh, yeah, and we even tagged, t- we tagged two, me and Mel. Like, it was kind of just, like, a round robin of, you know, they were just always, like, oh, let's have him versus him now. No, we haven't had those two wrestle yet, and let's have those guys or these guys team. Um, so it was just, it's a great way to, like, get plenty of experiences just kind of wrestling everyone on the roster. So, I mean, with all that talent at high risk, because, I mean, you guys did have a lot of talent. And I mean, if yeah, you now go looking back, back, you know, how everyone's blown up. They're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you look back at the roster <laughs> and, and, and like, especially the last two days, because I mean, I haven't had Matt and Nick on, but I've had Papa Buck on. I've had Dana on. Yeah. Um, but I mean, going back the last couple of days and looking at all the shows you did, it's like, my God, like the roster, like it's 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 sick. It yeah. really is. So yeah, I mean, a lot of good guys. I mean, I guess you can uh, credit that to Matt and them all running the shows. Like they, well, they picked I mean, them out and they your, trained you them. You got to well give and... yourself some credit, man. You were there. Well, yeah, but I, I didn't have much. Like I, it's not like I had stroke and I was like, oh, you guys got to book this guy or anything. <laughs> it was more like <laughs> it was more. I'm just like happy to be here. Keep doing. What I'm Bring doing, in Ralphus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's by and by the way, that's my number one guess. So if anybody knows the whereabouts of Ralph is, it, it oh, continues. Go. We got to get him. <laughs> um, but anyway, so with all that talent there, I mean, what was the feeling behind the scenes? Did you guys know or think at any time you had something um, really special? I feel like we always. I don't know if it's like we knew that we were like special or above anybody, but we just. I know we loved what we were doing, and we would. We would go to like um, they had a Carol's near their house, like on the like the cl- cr- closest cross streets to them. We would go there and like they would just plan the show and plan matches and like like kind of you know think everything through and like w- you know we we would try and make little storylines and stuff. It was just like you know back when you're a kid and you're thinking you know your backyard stuff and you think like oh no you know nobody cares about what we're doing but we care about it. And we want to make it special and mean something. And so I think that's kind of what it was, was like, oh, yeah, what if we do this or this guy versus this guy? We haven't had them wrestle yet. So it's kind of I'm sure it's even like how the Bucks think right now with their being the elite. As big as it is, they're probably just like, oh, yeah, you know, we're just doing what we do. We don't we're not like making it to be as huge as it is or as much stuff as they're getting from it. It started off with, oh, yeah, let's just do what we do. And, you know, enough people like it and start following it. I think that's kind of always been our mentalities uh, and like that. It's nice to see them as huge as they've gotten that they still maintain that. And from there, I mean, you guys were always running kind of high risk at this time, but there were some ICW events that you worked. 
Yeah. Joey Ryan, Candice LeRae. I mean, did you yeah, pick? It's pick, crazy. Did you I pick think, the I, brains of the veterans like Disco Inferno, Norman Smiley, and Christopher Daniels at that time? At that time, it was more just like uh, we were appreciating. We were just on the shows with them. I don't think I got to even talk with them that much. Uh, I remember Disco kind of just like joking around in the backstage a little, but I, don't I was going to say ever... I couldn't imagine Glenn like. Yeah, I don't. It wasn't like they were just like, "Hey, like... you know, let me smarten your kids up." I think they were just yeah. kind of BSing around, and I think on those shows, if I remember, if that's the right show, we we rode in a huge van together, like one of those big white like four rows of seats yeah. vans. looks like a drug my, bro- my brother drove it uh <laughs> and like i think that we didn't even ride with disco and norman it was like all of us is me and my brother matt and nick i think mel and like joey probably candace then i would assume was with us in that and like we all rode together and it was just you know just the boys on the road as it usually was just all bsing having fun and also on one of those cards was pre-G1 2012 finalist Carl Anderson. Did you have yeah. any interactions with him? Uh, I, I didn't get to do much with him, but I know like that kind of stemmed a lot of uh, like Matt and Nick. And he, I think even uh, my brother and Samson uh, hanging out with him a decent amount. And it became, because I remember, I think, if I'm not wrong, him and Joey tagged. Weren't they like the Real Americans or something like that? Something like that. Yeah, that sounds yeah. familiar. And I remember hanging out with him, and he's hilarious. He's a fun guy to be around. Well, and now uh, he's Abs we Anderson. So yeah, we kind of clicked with him a lot um, right out of the gate. But that was also uh, when like Matt and Nick were branching off a little bit, and they'd get some bookings, and they would be able to hang out with them more often. So they kind of developed more of a relationship with them, and that was where I was still just kind of just sticking to like the H- HRWs. I hadn't gotten like anywhere further than that. I remember just loving being on that show. Uh, being able to travel like that. I was like, oh, this is so cool to be able I've to travel for wrestling. Finally. Yeah, right? One of those little <laughs> feelings. I always loved that. I still do. When I got to go to, I'm sure later we'll talk about it, but Dojo Pro, when I got to go to Tennessee for that, I'm like a kid, man. I'm just like, ooh. Yeah, and I'm still kind of mad I didn't get an email or something about that to come watch that show even because. Are you really close near there? Yeah, we're in Arkansas. So, ah. yeah. I'll have to keep him posted yeah, on tell, the next Tell one, Logan man. to give me the hookup. He's been on the show. He came on to plug. Uh, Dojo oh, there Pro. you go. Yeah. yeah and, and, well, and you had been on my radar because you had liked and retweeted a lot of my tweets, especially when Dana came on. I so can, you were on my radar, but then he he talked about you a couple of times during the interview. And I'm like, I got to get Brandon on this show. There you go. Um, yeah. We're, we're very much like that of uh, all of us that, we all kind of like we we give the hug of death of uh, everything we're all involved in. We all like and retweet all of our stuff. We like like it's like oh if you're a friend of you're a friend of any of ours you're you know you're a friend of the rest of us kind of a thing. And and we're the same way. I mean we've kind of been welcomed into that massy clan. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, it's, you know it's once hug of death once I reached out to uh, Papa Buck to do our theme song. And then he came on to debut the song, and then it was like, hey, well, let me put you in touch with so-and-so. And And then Dana came on and did her first show with us, and now you. And it's like all the stars are aligning, and it's just, (laughs) man, I can't tell you how big of a pleasure it is to have you on doing your first podcast with with me. 
Oh, it's a pleasure on this end too, man. But like I'm saying, it's it's honestly because I see that, yeah, you've had Matt and you've had Dana. I listened to the Dana one too and everything. So then it's she was like, so great. You're, same with same with uh, how I'm on your radar. I'm like, oh, those guys are really cool. Like they seem like pleasant guys talking with Dana. I'm like, I, I'd love to, you know, do a podcast with them if they ever ask of it. And then there we go. You asked well, I kept, immediately. I, like, honestly, oh, I kept hey, waiting that's for the you to maybe say, hey, would you like to have me on the show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then I thought about it. I'm like, man, I got to I gotta be the one to reach out. Like, that's how there it works. Go. So, yeah. and that's what happened. And, and like I said, again, a pleasure and honor to have you on. And yeah, we're nowhere no near done, by the way. So <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> just hang tight. We're, we're not even a half hour in. So. <laughs> If you can go time, another, no if you can go another half hour, we'll be good. All right. So coming into PWG in 2010, the cards and talent once again amazing. Yeah. What was the backstage atmosphere like at those PWG shows? Most of those, it's uh, like when you first get to the building, everyone's kind of you know the, some of the guys that are there are kind of just like you like zombified. They're just kind of like sitting there staring at something. <laughs> <laughs> of just like, and we, you know, we're all getting in. We're like, how are you feeling? They're like, freaking tired, man. And, you know, if they've had flights or any of that. So it is just a lot of like, just simple chatter, <laughs> nothing that you're racking brains about or anything. Um, and then, like, as the show's starting to go on back then, it would be, you know, they didn't have the whole uh, hang your t shirts up on the ring and sell merch before shows or any of that. Like, really, no one had shirts even back then. <laughs> It was the merch table was just like the past PWG DVDs was about it. I don't even think PWG had shirts, uh, at least like at the merch tables or anything. And so it was just, you know, you bring your bag, you know, when they start letting people in, you guys all get shoved to the back. And then it's a scramble to usually get your stuff together and go out and do your thing. I remember, man, that place was so hot. It'd be so hot. You'd be sweating while you're just getting dressed. <laughs> Dude, it, but, I mean, just the crowds, you know, then. Yeah. I mean, PWG is still awesome. But, yeah. I mean, it reminded me, because, I mean, you know, I spent a lot of my summers. My dad lived in New Jersey. So, I spent a lot of my summers in New Jersey. And I remember watching ECW growing up as a teen on there Saturday nights on MSG. And that's what PWG always reminded me of, just that feeling that atmosphere of just hot you know it's a great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from penfed our powered by true car rates are as low as 1.39 percent apr on new vehicles finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill plus take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment join penfed and together we'll keep you moving forward anyone can apply visit penfed.org auto or call 1-800-247-5626 to receive any advertised product you must become a member of penfed insured by ncua support for this episode is brought to you by mrs myers a delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day at mrs myers everything we make is inspired by the garden with plant-derived ingredients our cleaning products work like the dickens leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. So bring a little bit of the outside inside your four walls and bask in the wonder of a garden from the comfort of home. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Shop now at mrsmyers.com. Just people who wanted to be there. It's, it's yeah, passion is like. It's not, it's not know, papered it's, tickets. It's people who wanted to freaking be there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we came in 
in the Reseda building where they kind of just got in there because I remember they were at like a, I want to say like an armory or something before. It was a huge building that the Bucks had uh, previously gotten to do a few matches in there. Um, and it was just, they were kept telling me it's a whole different atmosphere. It, it keeps the sound in a lot. So like you hear everything, the crowd roar is just a humongous. And then like, we went to a couple of them with them just to like be there. And yeah, I was like, man, this is like, like this is what you want for like, you know, it's so intimate and like, and, and with that PWG crowd, they can, they're so passionate, but they can also be like so ruthless at the time too. Yeah. <laughs> you messed up. Oh, they let you have it. They let so, you know. Like, but you know what? It's that whole like sink or swim mentality, man. You're out there. You're just like, yeah, I cannot mess up. It's go time, man. You got no room for error here. People are sharks. <laughs> and, and and I mean, that's the way wrestling crowd should be, in my opinion. Yeah, I love it. Like, like you, you don't try, want you to learn sit to thrive there off and, of it. And it and makes nap. you be at your best. Yeah. yeah. Because there's no option for error in that moment. And, and, and being a, a former musician, uh, being on stage, I kind of compare to being in a wrestling ring or what I assume what it would be like. Yeah. Oh, I'd say you thrive off that crowd, man. If they're dead, the match is dead. Yeah. So, I mean, that Pete, that's what I was saying was that like that PWG atmosphere. It reminded me of the the mid to late nineties ECW. It was just like they were animals. Yeah, I, I'd say as far as my experience, that's probably the closest you know in modern era that we're gonna get to like an ECW like feel. Agreed. Yeah. So, any funny stories or ribs that you can remember from PWG days? Uh, I can't think of any like that ever really happened to me or anything. I remember one of the times. Daniel Bryan rode down with us because um, I, I think he was in like Vegas at the time or something. And so we were kind of on his way there and he just told us of like a rib he pulled on uh, El Generico or uh, <laughs> Sammy Zayn. Now he's always going to be El Generico to me. Yeah. yeah. El Generico <laughs> on our show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a, it was a rib he pulled on him. I don't even remember all the details or anything, but that's like kind of the only, I mean, other than, like, just the normal, like, just BSing around, you know, on the drives down, just, you know, tickling someone that's falling asleep or something. <laughs> nothing nothing too crazy. Just, you know, normal, you know, guy humor. Yeah. Guy falls asleep. You see if you could kind of get something in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Put a Sharpie on him, you know. What yeah. There's nothing much, because I remember with that, it's like, in PWG, it's kind of like, it's go time. Like, you know, you're getting your stuff ready. You're getting your gear on. You're hearing, especially when you hear someone else's match, you hear a huge pop for that. You know, everyone's like, what What they do? what they go do? And everyone's kind of like investigating on that. Like, or, do we got something like that in our match? Or are we about to do the same thing? Are we working the arm or the leg? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so it'd be, it'd be a lot of that. Uh, not, nothing I can remember, really. And it was, it's such a small back uh, room back there. It's not like you can hide a guy's bag or do anything. <laughs> or like they would do in WWF and, you know. Do yeah, you have a huge stadium that you can uh, play hide and seek in. Yeah, or put a <laughs> put a lock on somebody's bag or yeah. anything like no. that. Yeah, I mean, you know, and these are questions. Speaking of questions, Ashley Ludwin is like the biggest, like, 
anything related to the Young Bucks, as soon as we started talking to like Papa Buck or anything, like she has been like a huge fan of our podcast. So I always try to get a question in for her. What was that? Ashley Ludwin. She's a big fan of ours. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and anything like related to the Bucks or early PWG or anything like that. And you. So she wants to know, and she's at GBTYFan07 on Twitter, if I can read that right. Uh, she wants to know who the bigger prankster is between Matt and Nick. Um, probably Nick, because he's the one I'm thinking of. Like when, uh, like somebody falls asleep, he'd be like, I, I'm always the first to fall asleep. Everybody calls me a uh, cat man. Uh, <laughs> I could just take a cat nap just like that. Yeah. I can, any situation, I'd say that's probably my superpower is any surface, any seat, I can fall asleep on it, man. In an airplane seat, on a carpet floor, just anywhere. And so uh, he's usually the one that's doing that kind of stuff to me. Uh, you know, if I fall asleep, he'll put something on my head so that when I wake up, it'll just like, you know, knock over. Um, <laughs> you know, little things like that. Or, you know, take photos of me while I'm asleep with my mouth wide open. Oh, my <laughs> wife does stuff. that to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's a I'd river, say, man. <laughs> I'd say Nick just does more of that kind of like, he's a guy you want, like, on the road with you. He will keep morale high. Like, you know, he keeps everybody giggling and, you know, just like thinking like that of, like, like he, he'd be the guy, if he's in the back seat, he'd be putting stuff in your, in your hoodie and your, uh, on your sweater. And, like, just keep putting stuff in there until you notice kind of a thing. <laughs> You'd have a whole uh, whole trash worth, a whole lunch worth of trash in your... Hey, guys. Sorry to interrupt the show. I know you're having a great time listening, but we'll be back in just a sec. I'm just here to tell you that you need to go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads. Why, you ask? Because it's our merch site. We have tons of sweet merch on there in all different shapes and sizes, and you need to purchase some because your closet is lacking that Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast t-shirt that you know you've always wanted. So go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads and pick up any of our shirt designs. Make sure for all of your Funko Pop collection needs, you get a Heroes Head Out NY.com. From WWE to the Bullet Club, you can use code QUADS at checkout and save 10% off your order. Also, don't forget, they specialize in meet and greets. From the legends of yesterday, the stars of today, and the future of pro wrestling. Coming up, Raven, August 11th. The Bullet Club, August 26th. J-E-F-F-J-A-R-R-E-T-T. Jeff Jarrett and Demolition on September 15th. Psycho Sid and Terry Runnels on November 11th. They will also be featured vendors at StarCast, featuring Young Bucks Pops for those Matt and Nick signatures you are dying to get. Also, make sure to stop in store in Rensselaer, New York at 250 Broadway for not just meet and greets, but all of your action figure needs, featuring lines from the past and present. Heroes Hideout is your new access to entertainment. That's Heroes Hideout, NY.com. All right. So, Battle of Los Angeles 2010. Battle of Los Angeles is like this huge thing now, right? Yeah. So, defeating the Young Bucks 
first and then losing to El Generico and Paul London. I mean, what was right. Battle of Los Angeles like in 2010? I rem- I think I remember that. Uh, yeah, I, I recently had gone back and watched those matches. Those were insane. Dude, they were so good. So I watched them. Then. I literally watched them this morning. Those were, and I was those just were like, some of my like, most favorite matches. Okay. Watched the Paul London and Generico match because I had recently ran into uh, London when I. Uh, man, I love that guy. Such a positive, great dude. Um, so it made me want to just go back and watch our matches that we had. <laughs> uh, and I watched the one with him and Generico, and geez, I remember that uh, the, the finish up into that match. Where I think they hit, he hits me with the uh, his like a super brainbuster up on the turnbuckle, and man, we had the crowd at that time. They were going nuts for that. It was hot, dude. It was a hot yeah, crowd. Yeah, and I think you're, and with the one with the Bucks, we won them on that one, right? Yeah, that was like yeah. One of you the beat the Bucks times. the first night, and then you lost to El Generico and Paul London for the yeah. tag titles. And that was always a big deal when we would, I think we only ever won the Bucks like twice in PWG and yeah. we wrestled them probably like five times or so. But yeah, I remember that was always a big deal of like, finally, you know, we win the Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on from that. Was that. At their, that was at their time. They had like their long title reign too. Yeah, yeah, like, it was yeah, a long time. Was, yeah, so no one was beating the Bucks. <laughs> and uh, memories of the Briscoes in and out of the ring. That was a that was a fun match too. Like out of the ring, they're like some of the most laid back guys. I know probably like watching promos of them, they come off as like these hardcore like you know beat your ass kind of guys. But like before the show, hanging out with them, like they're so chill and laid back. They're like the sweetest guys too. And then like yeah, in the match though, you know, forget whatever you you know whoever you saw before the show, they are laying it in. Uh, but like in a good way, you know. They, Were they stiff? Uh, as a as a wrestler, that's the 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 line I love is when someone's nice and snug and like you know laying it into you, but at the same time protecting you and like yeah, not out there to like injure you or do anything dumb to you. Like that's where the Briscoes are. They're they're like solid in that line of like oh yeah, hit me, like give it to me, and then like you know they'll slam you, and it's like it might knock the wind out of you a little, but it's not like that they're trying to break your spine or anything. Like they're still very much like. You know, you trust them with your body, and they're they're there for you with it. Like, those, and it those looks guys, good, like, and that's the most important thing. Yeah, exactly. Like those guys are some of the best. Uh, I remember wrestling. I love them. So, working uh, Ring of Honor SoCal Showdown two. Excuse me. Any memories of that event? Kenny King and, and Rhett? Uh, Rhett Titus. Yeah. Yeah, I believe we did wrestle that one. I don't remember much of the match, except I think, of course, what sticks with me is like, uh, like I got caught up on the rope on something. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. yeah you, I don't even know where to find these matches, but I just remember that of just like I'll you send know, you oh, links, yeah, man. Here it is. You know, we're having an ROH match, and you know, big, big showtime. And then I remember that distinctly of just like, nope, I messed that up for us. <laughs> <laughs> just stick yeah, with so me, that's... Brandon. I'll send you links to everything fantastic i'd love to watch all these matches um but yeah i remember that's what stuck out to me i don't remember anything else in the match except that i messed up on something and i was like god i blew that (laughs) Uh, oh yeah and i do remember i think like kenny uh got to the show like as it was starting or something so we were all stressed of just like are we having a match is he like is somebody gonna be here he had like a flight that was like 
delayed or something like that. And so he got there. Super nice guy. Him and Red. They're uh, great dudes and stuff. Um, and when he got there, he was just like, all right, let's do this. Let's go. Um, <laughs> like, you know, it's always that stressful, too, of when you're just waiting of like, uh, when are they going to get here? Is he going to get here? Are we going to even have this match? Or, uh, the, you know, that's always so, you know, no matter what, however great of a match you try and, you know, come out there with. It's like, you know, that's kind of it's off on the wrong foot already with that of like, oh, I'm stressed now, you know, and and being like, like this is our first ROH thing, you know, we, this could lead to something. And then, uh, you know, that gets in your head. And then next thing you know, your foot's stuck on the rope as you're trying something. And <laughs> and that's another one that I mean, that card was just so good. Like, I mean, it's insane. Like. People yeah. don't realize, you know, I mean, like I said, and we're we're coming up on that really quick. But being gone for seven years, man, I mean, jeez, I mean, <laughs> Louise, yeah. man, I mean. What's crazy is that, like, when I came back, I binged watched all the stuff I've had of my own matches. And, yeah, like you're saying, even back then, seven years ago, the matches were so good back then. Because I'd, I'd, I'd have, like, you know, uh, we would buy, like, the BWG DVDs. And so I would just sit and watch all, the whole thing, you know, and not just my match. I'd be like, geez, man, we were given these matches seven years ago. And like, and the rest of the card too would be given killer <laughs> matches even then, you know, it's kind of, you know, when you go back and watch WCW, you're like, my God, what were we watching back then? Like, this is garbage. Like, honestly, as bad as it is, <laughs> it's like, man, these matches are terrible. <laughs> But, like, but, you know, that stuff but, holds up, man. You go back, yeah, you go back and watch PWG, and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, you're, I get into it because I don't remember anything I did in the match. So I'm like, what was I doing there? Like, <laughs> I did that. That's nuts. Where, my, where were my and then, wife like, and you know, kids also, then? Uh, coming back and being like, can I still do that? <laughs> and that's your mentality as a wrestler going in you're like oh, oh yeah. my god i got to see if i can still do this years of not touching a ring and then being like oh i wonder if i could do that and like that's been honestly my motivation now is just like you know what i'm going to do even better than that i'm going to up my i'm going to up my old self is how i'm constantly thinking and that's the way to do it man yeah so coming up on you know that first run that ending in uh 2011 so NWA Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, yeah, and then and then you leave wrestling for seven years, yeah. Like I and mean, like when I left, like it's gone. I wasn't watching wrestling. I wasn't thinking about. So you wrestling. didn't even like, watch it. No, I that seven years, I am like a I'm a black hole on that. I have no idea what happened in. So wrestling. you weren't except watching, for, except for the Bucks. Okay, I was <laughs> going to say so that you like didn't remotely see, like, the happened around of them and all that stuff. Yeah, I, you know, I've always supported them and followed them and, like, I kept up with them and stuff. So, you know, if they had a match, I'd probably be able to remember some of that or something. But, like, that that was my little bubble was whatever kind of was the, around the bucks uh, in that seven years. But other than that, it was like I didn't watch any WWE or any other feds or anything. It was all just, like, a blank, like, just living my life now. <laughs> Well, and that, I mean, even as fans, like, for us, I mean, like I said, anybody can do a podcast now. But, I mean, for us, we we focus more on the people we 
kind of watched through high school, like the Bucks and you and, you know, whoever else, you know, mostly Bullet Club stuff, mostly New Japan, mostly Ring of Honor now. Like, WWE is almost on that back burner for us. Like, for me, it's just because they have way too much content. It's too much, man. And it's going to be like a a slippery slope of like, all right, well, if I start watching this, and then I'll start watching that, and I'll watch that. And I got a buddy that watches all of it. And he's like, I, I he gave me a figure, but he's like, I watch like whatever, say like 36 hours of wrestling a week. And I'm like, my God. And that's the thing <laughs> about doing a podcast, man. I mean, it's not just like, you know, with you coming on two days of Brandon Cutler. I mean, it was yeah, awesome. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but You'll I mean, never watch you know, another match now. You're burnt out of me. I'm burnt out of Brandon <laughs> Cutler. No, I'm just kidding. But I mean, like, with like when the G1 comes up, it's like, oh my god! Like it's in Japan. It's three, four thirty in the morning. I'm still awake. I've worked yeah. all weekend. Like it. Sometimes <laughs> it can be too much, but I mean, it's wrestling. It's what we love. Yeah, yeah. Especially so, when you start hearing some news of something that had happened, you're like, oh, well, I gotta go watch that now. I oh, see I hate what, seeing I it get on my Twitter own though. Like if that. I fall asleep watching something from New Japan and I fall asleep. And then I wake up and because automatically I go to like our po- our podcast Twitter page and I'm like, son of a mother, like, yeah. why <laughs> did I even open it? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Because there's always somebody like tagging you in it. And it's like, oh, my God, why did you just ruin this for me? Yeah. But I mean, it, I mean, it happens. And that's that's kind of like the bad part of it. But other than that, I mean. It's pro wrestling, man. Yeah, <laughs> You're going to go huge. back and watch it anyways, and you know you will. Pretty much. It's not like it's like a football game where once you know the results, it's like yeah, it's kind of like watching me. or anything. It's just, yeah, I, saw oh, the, it's, I saw the highlights the wrestling on ESPN. Is, I'm good. Yeah, the wrestling, it's like, no, you want to see what happened because, like, if you hear somebody did some crazy move or, you know, somebody tripped and, you know, slid under the apron on a Royal Rumble, then it's like, I got to go see that myself. <laughs> and... <laughs> Speaking of guys named Titus. <laughs> yeah. That's, you know, that was it, one of the funniest spots ever though it was when and i first saw it i was it, like and he made was a that meant to happen it. like that that was so clean that that looked like it was supposed to happen yeah i was like, like, it, like no like you see his foot like it stubs like it yeah. falls <laughs> what's Vinny mac making titus o'neill do come on yeah <laughs> so leaving wrestling for seven years like i said i mean was it the wife and starting a family i mean what what was your Uh, motivation behind it the the reason i wanted to leave was it was getting to where which i have a theory of like in the era that i left is like the era that indie wrestling was not fun at that time yeah um because like a year after i left the bucks also kind of wanted to leave wrestling and that's their whole origin plot of everything they're doing now is uh they they switched into the mentality of more no, you know what? Let's keep doing it, but let's make it fun. And like, that's what's propelled them. So they went that route. Um, I've heard even like, I watched the Keith Lee uh, interview yeah. and around that same era, he said he admitted the same thing. He's like, that was the only time he was almost going to quit wrestling, but didn't. And so I'm getting like this theory going of like indie wrestling was not fun around that time. If that's this many guys are like thinking of throwing in the towel, <laughs> Like, it's just either, you know, it's getting too frustrating to get anywhere or, you know, it's it's becoming more of, like, the business and politics are outweighing the fun of, like, being in a match and doing what you love. 
And so, like, that was, like, the thing I got theory about that. But, like, you know, I wanted to leave for also because all of my friends and my brother and everybody was getting, like, you know, serious relationships and wives and starting, like, full-on families. And that's where I was starting to kind of, like, look at that of myself and being, like, you know, it's not sticking for me. I'm not getting that kind of stuff. And uh, I was like, you know, I don't think wrestling is necessarily going to help that cause. So, you know, you try and date a girl and she's like, oh, what do you do? I make no money by wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) I live in a van. (laughs) Yeah. So it was the whole like mentality of like, you know what? I think I might have to get a real job and like be able to show I can support a family if I want a real relationship and if I want to have a wife and to have kids. And so it went down that path of like, all right, you know, let's hang up the boots and like, you know, give in to that whole norm of like, just, you know, apply for jobs and work. Finding adulthood, as I call it. Yeah, it was that. And I finally gave in. And honestly, I would never change it because uh, everything that happened is how I met my wife and how I got my awesome family now. And so, and two kids wrestling, because like I said, she met, we met through a, a mutual wrestling friend. But, uh, I mean, so it all happened. Everything is happening for a reason kind of a thing. And she makes uh, the Young Bucks ring attire now. Yeah, yeah, now. Just most recently she made um, that the white gear with, like, it's, like, uh, yellow and pink. Like Yeah, dude, like, I, I saw the pictures of you modeling it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you're, like, the, the best part of your wife. the best part of, you know, when your wife's making the Young Buck gear. Is she's you like, all right, see how it fits. And I'm like, heck, yeah. yeah. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't want to wear the fringe right <laughs> and then it's always fun just sending that to matt and nick being like she's almost done guys <laughs> and they're like can't wait to see it on us <laughs> yeah right they're like i hope you're wearing underwear <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to live on um, which, skid row brandon which a uh, little bit of hype oh man she's working on their uh all-in gear right now oh don't I tell me tell that ya. brandon because you know i'm I gonna throw you i've got ya. your phone number man <laughs> Uh, just an example, like we showed like some of the progress stuff to uh, Matt and Nick when we were over at their uh, house the other day, and Matt's first words were, "I don't know how you're ever gonna top this." <laughs> so... Dude, don't tell me that because you know <laughs> right? I'm gonna be texting you every day. We've got a month. Man. <laughs> like, let me get a hint. Let me get a hint. <laughs> Come on, just send me like a little snippet of a picture. <laughs> we uh, she posted one and I retweeted it where uh, she put I think like. Working the on one the, tweet um, you retweet that I don't see. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so you can even follow her. Good little plug if you want to follow the person. I did. The Bucks I here. did today. She didn't follow me back, though. There you tell go. Tell her to follow oh, okay. me back. She, or tell her uh, to follow me back. The relationship uh, on, on that is I'm like the, the PR guy for all of her uh, her gear and all that because she's yeah, plug her on being Twitter, a mom give and her, she's trying to get the gear done. <laughs> yeah. So she, What's her, her, her Twitter is at couple underscore cosplay because that was when we were dating we did a, a bunch of cosplays together at cons and i so we saw the made pictures like man, twitter they're for awesome. that. and that's just become kind of her twitter so couple underscore cosplay and then on instagram it's just couple cosplay with no and, and you're the same twitter and instagram brand color yeah and so on there she's uh she posted a little like a little trinket of like working on the bucks golden elite gear Okay, so I follow her on Twitter, so I need to follow her on Instagram, obviously. There you go. Yeah, I think we po- she posted that um, photo on there, and then we'll probably give some other sneakers. We got a couple other people we're, uh, that she's working on, too, for All In. 
can't give any spoilers. S O B. Like I just want to like say the words, but I can't. <laughs> right. So I'm like, I love it because then I get all the snooping. I get to sneak right. peek at everything. And, hey guys, just so you know. <laughs> I asked Brandon, I said, hey, is anything off limits? He said, I can't give you any all-in details. Yeah. Can't so give I you that still know nothing. I've talked me, to being Brandon. Friends I've talked with to the Dana. Bucks, I've talked to Papa. I got nothing. So yeah. if you hit me up on Twitter, honestly, swear to God on my children, I know nothing. Yeah, it's locked tight. But it is, it's such a joy knowing what's going on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and and I asked you the other night, I asked you if you were going to be there. And I was so happy when you told me you were going to be there because I can't yeah. wait to meet you. I got to support my boys, man. The moment they were saying they're putting on their old their their own show, I was like, oh, kind of like, you know, HRW days, you know, obviously on a way bigger scale. Way bigger scale. But, yeah. 10,000 tickets. So I'm like, I got to be there for minutes. you guys. I can't just be like, oh, yeah, I'll support you from home. You know, so thoughts and prayers out there for you guys. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Like, no, I gotta be there with you guys. I'm like, you need any help? I'm there for you guys, uh, especially Papa Buck. Like, I'm saying that I'm genuinely looking forward to that as one of the most like hyped things in my uh, my weekend. Out of Buck the entire guys, weekend, just honestly, jamming, man. As God's soon as I heard truth. that happening, I was like, oh, that's gonna be like, that's just gonna be so chill that night, you know? They're just jamming. Like, I'm picturing an old school like jazz house, you know, you're just sitting there. Yeah. With the, you know, it's your, like BB King drinks and good company, some, some dim lighting, you know, we're having a couple <laughs> of cocktails, whatever, but right? or, you know, just water is really all I water on, <laughs> on the rocks. Yeah, I'm a bartender, so I can make a mean H2O on the rocks. Get a cream soda going. That's my little go to <laughs> treat. <laughs> some ginger ale, maybe. But uh, no, yeah, I'm, I'm so with looking you, man. forward to Honestly, that, man. Even with all in. Like pop a bug jam session, like we are making sure because we're leaving early Thursday morning. It's like a nine hour drive, nice. so we are yeah. making sure we are getting there like before that because we got to stop by Pro Wrestling Tees and pick up there our t shirts. I love it. I love this thing's becoming like how me and my wife love comic conventions. This is like a wrestling comic convention it's in my mind, and it's gonna be uh, everyone's gonna be such in high spirits that whole weekend and. I'm so looking forward to it. So you I guys are going to be there all weekend. What what day are you guys getting? Are you getting there Thursday so you can uh, see the jam I session? Think, I think I'm going Wednesday. Okay, so I you're going to be there one, early. I'm, yeah, I'm going to be there the whole You guys time. are flying Wednesday, out? Sunday. Yeah. Okay, great. So Friday, our podcast on Podcast Row. I want yeah. you and the wife to stop by. Well, the wife isn't going. She's got to stay. Oh, no. uh, somebody's got to take care of our two kiddos. Yeah. No. Unfortunately, because <laughs> we got we got a two year old and like a well uh, on the fifth of this month he's going to be five months old. So oh, I'm wow. not flying those kiddos anywhere. No yet. way. Yeah. But anyways, Friday at least you got to stop by and hang there out with us. We'll face we'll FaceTime the wife. Yeah, oh yeah, dude, that would be cool. Then, Maybe then she'll because I know she's gonna listen what to she's this working after on. we're done. Yeah, because then excited. all in will be have been happening, and then you know we'll live stream have, something. She'll be working on other gear by then, <laughs> and I'm gonna be like, I've seen it now. <laughs> yeah, I was teasing her. I'm like, at all in, I'm gonna have to gather all the people that you've made gear for and like get a picture for you. <laughs> all right, so I got three more questions, and I'm gonna let you go because. All right. 
it's it's getting to that time where you need to go hang out with the fam. <laughs> yeah. The what was it that all brought back you back? That was like a whole orchestra of stuff. That was uh there was a streak where I went two legitimate years without even seeing the Bucks in person because of how busy they are. Um, that I would just stay in contact just, you know, through know, text tough. and Twitter. And anytime they had free time, I'd never want to be like, hey, you guys want to hang out? Because I'm like, no, nah, that's their family time, man. Don't get like, you know, don't try and do the whole, we haven't seen each other in two years. But it, like, it was starting to get to me a little of like, man, I genuinely miss you guys. Like, These are like my guys- best friends. Yeah, I'm like, it's not that, oh, they're blowing up. I want to get in on some of that piece of the pie or anything. It was just like, no, like, I legitimately miss, like, hanging out and, like, yeah, Nick's little ribs he would do and stuff. I don't want to start ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Brandon Cutler. Yeah, you know, I actually haven't even started that, even though I've been back in wrestling. It I'm needs like, to happen. Yeah, I'll, I'll build that eventually. But I like, want a Brandon yeah. Cutler shirt. I got to get on some of those, man. I got the, the wife has a couple ideas for that too. Cause she, this woman, let me tell you about my wife. She tell does like everything in life. She can our car. She can Photoshop me a shirt. She can like draw me or she can paint something. She can sew my gear. Like she is like, not just a Jack of all trades. She is the queen of all trades. My phone I am calling you on is the one that I tweeted. Cool. And didn't work. She Tony Stark <laughs> this thing and got it working again. <laughs> she opened it up, got some little tools and tweezers and stuff, and got the water out of it. This thing is alive. Thank and you, Denise. Because of her, yeah. She is like a real life Tony Stark, like can do anything. Are and you so, sitting right next to her? I am not actually, but I know when she listens to this, she'll probably start crying. <laughs> Denise, this is Tommy from Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. Please follow our show on Twitter <laughs> at Heels and Quads. And make there sure you go. go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, Brandon. I'll give you one. There you go. Hey, 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 there we go. But yeah, so what, she can do. What, uh, From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Get a credit card that gives you what you need now. A low interest rate on everyday purchases and a place to transfer high interest rate balances. The PenFed Gold Contactless Card is our lowest interest rate credit card. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Join PenFed, and together, we can help you keep more of what's yours. Visit PenFed.org slash goldcard. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Text me what size you are. I'll have a t-shirt waiting for you, brother. Fantastic. All right. So, uh, final two questions. All right. And you can kind of put them together. Where do you see yourself in a year? Hmm. In a year, I would like to be closer to getting some kind of a, either like a contract or just getting regular work as a wrestler to be able to be making a living on wrestling. Oh, there we go. 
did in a breakup. Five years. Okay. Oh, and in five years, um, in five years, I will be just riding my wife's coattails as she makes every wrestler in the world's gears. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Did she design the next six through ten heels and quads t-shirt designs at Pro Wrestling? Yeah. Heels and quads. <laughs> that one, I honestly haven't thought about that. Because that would mean my kids are at least like seven and on, and that oh, I not want to think crazy, about. Isn't yet. It? <laughs> yeah, they grow up so fast, man. I'm t- I'm telling you this. My youngest is going into kindergarten this year. Jeez, man. And we got his uh, letter from his teacher a couple last week, yeah. and like my wife and I were both just like, "Can somebody else read this?" <laughs> <laughs> like it's insane, man. That it's yeah. just. Like you blink it's a, and it's gone. Yeah, it's already just with our two-year-old. We'll see stuff on Facebook that'll say, "This was, you know, a picture you posted over a year ago." And I'm like, "That was her a year ago. It seems like it's three years ago." Before she was even alive. But like, and the, feels and like the craziest thing as a dad or a parent, you remember the day they were born. Yeah, oh, like yeah. you will always remember that first moment you hold them. Yeah, and you look at them and you go. <laughs> Especially our, seriously our second this? one, uh, the moment I got to, because uh, the second one, it had to be a C-section. And so it, uh. baby went more to me. And so immediately the nurse was just like, oh, if he's crying, he's, you know, he obviously wants mom's milk. But like you could just feed him his hand, you know, to satiate him until then. And this kiddo till this day, five months old, still shoves both knuckles in his mouth and just noms on him. And Denise is like, it's because that's the first thing you taught him. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So we go from pro wrestling to just being a dad and a regular guy. Oh, yeah. And that, love honestly, it. just like the Bucks, it carries over, and that's part of, like, who you are. And Dude, at the end like, of the day, that's all we got. Yeah. And I'm, I'm so happy to see so many people, like, appreciate that kind of a thing. That was also one of the other reasons I was getting back into wrestling is because like the appreciation has changed for it. It's no longer like, oh, you got to kill yourself in a match or, you know, it's how, how like, terrible you slam someone to make it look devastating. It's more like, no, like, you know, you can have great matches and have great athletes and protect each other and have family men that are making it now. It's not all the, you know, crazy party animals that, you know, you're, you're around anymore. It's all, you know, everyone I'm getting around, we're having dad talks and I see, some some of the wrestlers they got their kids at the show and I'm like oh is this your little one how old is he and you know we end up just talking about that for and the whole you go time. out to the ring and beat the crap out of each other exactly and then you got to apologize the to their kids is, after man. and no <laughs> well Brandon I really appreciate all of your time I appreciate all the likes and retweets and your support and oh, we will continue to support you and hey from dad to dad you know, it's it means the world to me yeah, what you're doing, man, because I can't imagine what it'd be like <laughs> for my kids to watch me go out there and get my ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> Luckily, my kids don't understand it yet, but I'm but they'll get, get there. Some, I'm going to get some see, pointers from videos. the Bucks. <laughs> yeah, I'll get some pointers from them of uh, how their kids are. Uh, I mean, Matt's son, he's a little wrestler himself. He's yeah, going around throwing super kicks. He's even slapping the leg. And oh, I love it. Like, my man. kids do it, too. And yeah, my kids so. sing the, the Papa Buck songs, man. That's great. As soon as he recorded <laughs> that song for us, like, my kids knew it, like, the next day. 
Because I listen to it on a loop. <laughs> all, all we know at our house is Baby Shark. <laughs> my daughter sings that. She wants that. Requests that. We have. We know like every variation that there is on YouTube with that. <laughs> I, I, I know how you feel, man. <laughs> <laughs> Been there, done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hey, man. I look forward to meeting you at Starcast, and we will definitely Facetime both wives. And uh, let Denise know it's going to be available very soon because I'm going to have to do a little more editing than usual, but it will be up very, very soon. No problem. You got to edit out all my cursing, huh? No, (laughs) you were a potty mouth. (laughs) You know what happens when you curse so much? (laughs) All right, man. Uh, I appreciate it. It was was a blast. I had a great time. That was. We'll have to do it again sometime. Absolutely. Anytime. Just hit me up. All right. Talk to you soon. Have a good one, man. Bye. Hey, guys. Sorry to interrupt the show. I know you're having a great time listening, but we'll be back in just a sec. I'm just here to tell you that you need to go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads. Why, you ask? Because it's our merch site. We have tons of sweet merch on there in all different shapes and sizes, and you need to purchase some because your closet is lacking that Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast t-shirt that you know you've always wanted. So go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads and pick up any of our shirt designs. Make sure for all of your Funko Pop collection needs, you get a Heroes Hideout NY.com. From WWE to the Bullet Club, you can use code QUADS at checkout and save 10% off your order. Also, don't forget, they specialize in meet and greets. From the legends of yesterday, the stars of today, and the future of pro wrestling. Coming up, Raven, August 11th. The Bullet Club, August 26th. J-E-F-F-J-A-R-R-E-T-T. Jeff Jarrett and Demolition on September 15th. Psycho Sid and Terry Runnels on November 11th. They will also be featured vendors at StarCast, featuring Young Bucks Pops for those Matt and Nick signatures you are dying to get. Also, make sure to stop in store in Rensselaer, New York at 250 Broadway for not just meet and greets, but all of your action figure needs, featuring lines from the past and present. Heroes Hideout is your new access to entertainment. That's HeroesHideoutNY.com
Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.